Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto, featuring Long Beach State golfer Clay Siever. Clay, welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, you're off just fresh off your win at the SCGA Amateur. Congratulations on that once again. Awesome thank performance you, you. out there. Um, <laughs> kind of, you know, we'll, we'll just get straight into the questions. Where are you from and how'd you get into the game of golf? Uh, yeah, well, I'm first, I'm from uh, Newport Beach, California. Yeah. Um, born and raised here. Pretty much lived in the same house my whole life. So just kind of moved out of that. Um, mm-hmm. now I'm at Long Beach. So I'm kind of on my own, which yeah. is nice. Um, but yeah. And then how I got into it, my aunt, uh, when I was growing up, she had a house on one of the PJ West courses in the desert. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, so I played baseball growing up. My dad played baseball. So, mm-hmm. um, all my brothers and sisters just kind of followed in his footsteps. Um, yeah. I did the same thing. Um, just trying to be like my brother's <laughs> uh, trying to keep up with them so I did that pretty much since I was I mean since I was a baby I probably had a baseball in my hand yeah um, and then I, I stopped playing about 12 or 13 started focusing on golf mm-hmm. um, I started I kind of picked up a club probably when I was like 11 10 or 11 oh okay a little later yeah um, yeah so that's a uh, baseball kind of didn't really like depending on people so <laughs> yeah right yeah when in plus i'm sure you found i mean i've had you know a lot of guests on that you know they played baseball and golf at the same time and unfortunately those seasons are kind of you know at the same time when you're in the lower levels of you know school and stuff so i mean you got to make a decision i mean it seems to be paying off for you as well so yeah i mean yeah i just like the you know i'm kind of in control of of everything i do so preparation yeah all that stuff. So I don't, I, uh, I really enjoy that aspect of the game. Definitely. Do you, you ever have the itch to kind of get out there and like, maybe go, you know, throw the baseball around a little bit or maybe go uh, hit some. I, do, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I do hit now. Okay. Uh, me and my dad kind of go, but I do everything left-handed just cause it, it doesn't mess with my golf swing. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Um, yeah. So we still kind of a uh, good thing for me and my dad to do kind of bond, have some time together. Because yeah. uh, he knows absolutely nothing about, about golf. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he's getting a lot better, but um, yeah, he's uh, still learning. My mom the same way, so yeah, um, yeah, it's fun though. Yeah, it's funny because you know I, I used to play baseball too growing up, and I mean, like I like I was saying, I kind of made a decision between you know baseball and golf as well. And it's funny because it's funny that you said you throw you do everything left handed because whenever my dad and I were throwing the baseball around a little bit the other day, and it's like. It's crazy how sore I got so fast, like the right yeah. side, my right arm, yeah. and everything. Well, I, I had shoulder surgery as well, so I can't throw a oh. baseball right-handed anymore. So I just throw it left-handed now. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, yeah. I see. Uh, yeah. So, um, when, what, where'd you go to high school? At? Kind of talk about your high school golf days a little bit. Kind of what scores were you shooting when you were in high school? Uh, I went to Corona Del Mar for my first two years. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, and then I switched over to it's called Hallstrom Academy. I believe it's actually now called Futures Academy. Mm, okay. Um, just kind of a a very small school. I probably had maybe fifteen people in my grade. Oh wow! Um, no kidding, fifteen. 
Yeah, so um, it was very different. Um, kind of what I needed. Um, was struggling in school, so okay. kind of balanced school and, and golf. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like golf a lot more than I like school. So <laughs> yeah. um, my priorities probably aren't in the right place. Um, but yeah, so I, I struggled a little bit in, in, in high school with grades and stuff. So I went over there. So it was a little bit easier to work around my golf schedule. Gotcha. Um, yeah, and it's just kind of like a one-on-one uh, teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and then scores in high school. Um, I mean, freshman, sophomore year, we only played nine whole matches. Right, um, right. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully we, we would shoot something under par. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I really used, I actually really enjoyed playing the matches just because I could kind of, it didn't necessarily feel like a tournament, but it also felt like it mattered. Right, um, right. So it just, it was nice to, you know, every single week have two or three matches where mm-hmm. I could go out there and be like, okay, like, let's see what we've been doing in practice, if it's paying off and yeah and a report back to my coach so that was uh that was the best part about high school for sure definitely man and you know i'm sure you played i just this that's how i've kind of known you kind of coming up through the junior rankings and everything but kind of talk about your tournaments outside of high school i know you played in a lot of tournaments had a really great finishes kind of talk about maybe the organizations you played for uh yeah well first of all i mean i I mainly played like toyota tour cup Mm -hmm. yeah um Played some AJJs, uh, played a couple of AJJ invitationals, mm-hmm. um, but it's expensive to travel. It is. It sure is, man. Um, I mean, I, I know they kind of have a program now where they can help you out at that, um, but I mean, it, it, it's expensive. So yeah, I, I kind of just stayed in California. I knew mm-hmm. if I played well, you know, at the end of the day, my golf would get me where it, where it, uh, you know, where it would take me. Um, yeah. So I didn't feel like I really needed to travel. Um, I feel like a lot of people kind of think they got to go play AJGAs to kind of get their name out there. I, I don't necessarily believe in that. Um, I think good golf uh, shows for itself. So yeah. I think just playing anywhere, learning how to win anywhere is is kind of the best thing to do. Definitely. And well, like you said, kind of, you know, you can good golf, whether you're playing it in, you know, the other side of the country or you're playing in California, you know, college golf or college coaches are going to find you either way. And, yeah. and, and plus you're in Southern California. It's very saturated with a lot of good players, a lot of universities in it, you know, in the Southern California area. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, I, I'm super curious, you know, how did you start the recruiting process? Maybe when did you start it? And did you just kind of mass email people or were they kind of coming to you more? So? Uh, in all honesty, I, I didn't reach out to anyone. Yeah. Um, I committed to UCLA in eighth grade. So I was kind of, Oh wow. In eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. So I was kind of locked up pretty, pretty early. So mm-hmm. I mean, high school, I wasn't really talking to any coaches. Um, yeah. Before that I was talking, you know, before I committed, I, I was talking to kind of all the California schools, a couple of Arizona schools, mm-hmm. um, a couple other schools, but I just kind of, you know, UCLA was kind of my dream school when I was growing up. So yeah you know being in eighth grade and getting an offer it seems yeah might as well take it right it doesn't doesn't seem like it can get any better so um yeah that was kind of my recruiting was probably a little bit different um Mm -hmm. but then it kind of changed uh senior year of high school yeah kind of talk about that a little bit uh yeah i mean it was just um we just you know our paths weren't really going in the right direction um i kind of started to notice kind of what I wanted mm-hmm. out of a university and what they were, 
we're talking about or planning on maybe not be the best thing for me mm-hmm. um, and what I need for my development. Of course. Um, so I, me and my coach kind of talked about it. Uh, the team around me kind of talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it just didn't work out. So um, yeah, now I'm at Long Beach State and I'm very happy and we love where we're at and making some some big progress. So yeah, it was all, uh, all good. Yeah, definitely, man. It was all worth it. And kind of, kind of talk about, you know, why did you commit to Long Beach State? You know, was there something that stood out to you maybe when you went on your visits or maybe there's a relationship with the coach you developed or kind of what, what stood out to you? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not very, I'm not a really flashy person. Um, yeah. I kind of like to do things under the radar, kind of go, um, I don't need much attention. So that's just kind of my personality. Um, so going to like a big school, like a UCLA, USC, right. um, you know, Oklahoma, Oklahoma state, something like that, ASU. Um, I mean, it was, I really, when I was young, I really kind of wanted to go to something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I started to get older and, and realized I don't, I don't need to go to something like that to right. get my game where it wants, uh-huh. uh, I have an amazing team around me, trainers, um pt guys nutritionists uh swing coach so they're all here um they're all right where i live my swing coach is jamie mulligan which is in virginia country club in long beach so i mean Uh i'm 10 minutes from him which had a big role in me going to long beach state um but also like everything at long beach state i mean it's very um it may not be as fancy as like a ucla or usc um Mm -hmm. you're not going to go in the weight room and see that right Um, right but but at the end of the day you have everything there that you need to succeed Mm -hmm. um so i mean if you want it bad enough they uh they they hand out everything to you they give you the opportunities that you need and they take care of you so that was really uh just kind of eye-opening to me um Mm -hmm. went on a visit there probably middle of my senior year um of high school and i just i just loved it i loved the atmosphere it's it's a pretty big school but it didn't feel big Right. Of course. Um, of course. I mean, there's, I think there's like 36,000, maybe more than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's pretty big school, but it, it doesn't feel that big at all. Um, Wilson has been tremendous with me. Um, he's been very honest with me, um, yeah. which I appreciate uh, seeing areas I can improve in seeing flaws that I make. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just, I, I, I like people being just straightforward with me. And if, when I do stuff wrong or, you know, I see an area of my game that I need to improve on, just, you know, just tell me. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I really like that about him. Uh, he played at Cal. He has some experience um, mm-hmm. playing professionally. So just kind of all of that, just kind of, you know, I thought it was the right fit for me and I absolutely love it there. So it turns out to be a, turns out to be a good thing. Yeah, definitely. You know, even though, you know, you were committed to UCLA, but yet, you know, you, it just wasn't, it just wasn't a good fit for you. And I'm glad that you were able to kind of get to Long Beach State and it, everything, everything works out. And it's just, you know, I'm really glad that you're able to find that place and it really feels like home for you. And um, I mean, you guys had a great, great year this past year, you know, unfortunately, you know, the year, you know, COVID and everything happened before, but you guys, have had a pretty great year. Um, you know, you got, you were named big West conference, try freshman of the year selected to the big West conference first team, um, finished the year with 72.37, uh, stroke average. I mean, those are, those, you know, those are great numbers there. And you guys were big West champions last year. I mean, kind of talk about 
how have your experiences with the team been and kind of what, what, what is it like playing with those guys every time you go out to tournaments? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've um, made some of my best friends on my team. Um, so it's always fun traveling with them. Um, we, we had a great year, but we, we can achieve a lot more this upcoming year. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, so, I mean, we, we played well, but we didn't play very well at, uh, at regionals. So mm-hmm. kind of going into this year. Hopefully we can get back in the. Uh, uh, hopefully, excuse me. Hopefully we can play again in regionals. Uh, mm-hmm. Make it to national championship. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know we uh, we got a good enough group of guys. So, um, yeah. Honestly, I mean, I, I really enjoy hanging out with the guys. I'm uh, rooming with three other of my teammates this year. Awesome, uh, man. So that'll be my last year. Or excuse me, last year we were in the. Uh, it was a COVID year, so I stayed at home. But the year mm-hmm. before, I I roomed with one of my teammates as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even that kind of got shut down. So right. I'm looking forward to rooming with some guys and just kind of chilling. So yeah, be- getting getting back into kind of what a what you know what it means to go to college and play college golf and just kind of get that whole experience in. I mean, I think that's great that you're going to be and living with some of your teammates as well. I think that's going to be really fun for you guys. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Definitely, man. And I mean, kind of talk about what, you know, whenever you guys were in season full time, you know, non COVID and everything kind of, what does a week look like for you guys? Kind of what courses do you guys get to go out and play? Kind of what is, what does your week look like? Yeah. Um, we play Virginia. Uh, we kind of really play everywhere. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Virginia, Industry Hills, um, El Dorado, um, which Elder Auto is actually really pure. We play at 6 a.m., so it's like freshly oh, wow. cut, mowed green. So it's, it's actually a really good layout. Mm-hmm. Um, we play we play a couple places in L.A. Um, not like L.A. Country Club or Bel Air, but mm-hmm. some other spots. Yeah. Uh, played Shady Canyon a little bit. Uh, we kind of just bounce around everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, wherever we can, we can kind of go out. It's very different with COVID. Mm-hmm. um so it's very difficult to kind of go out and play places I bet yeah I bet. um and in all honesty I, I had shoulder surgery my first year so mm-hmm. um I had it in July of 2019 uh so I was out all of first semester gotcha uh, when they were playing kind of on a normal <laughs> rotation yeah um so with COVID is kind of all I know so gotcha and it was kind of uh wasn't necessarily consistent we would play like Virginia and played industry a lot which is kind of demanding off the tee so that was good Mm -hmm. um but yeah just with COVID it was kind of yeah wasn't very locked in like where we were going to play uh we didn't really have like a a rotation going definitely one it's I mean since you got your soul your shoulder surgery and you know COVID year and everything it was kind of a lot a lot of things were lax and it really wasn't a full blown year like you normally would have. So, I mean, it's kind of, would you say it was kind of maybe nice to have that COVID year so you can kind of, you know, get back to where, to where, you know, you can be and just get your body right with you, would you say? Yeah. I mean, it, it sounds horrible, right? Cause of how many people, of course, of course. Yeah. You know, have died from it, but yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it honestly was kind of like a blessing in disguise. Um, uh-huh. yeah. Freshman year, I, I came back for second semester, started second semester, um maybe came back a little early mm-hmm. um or I, may, I didn't come back early I just didn't have the reps behind me of um, course yeah you know to play well 
mm-hmm. and to really trust it. Uh, I mean, I didn't play golf for six, seven months. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just kind of started hitting and I felt great. My shoulder felt great. So it was not really like I was going to re-injure it. Right. Um, so that wasn't really a concern, but I just didn't really have my reps under me. Uh, mm-hmm. So then COVID happened, got shut down, uh, got to get a lot stronger, uh, a lot more stable. So it was actually, it was a really good thing um, for me in terms of my golf. Yeah. Uh, obviously it wasn't a good thing for everyone else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was really good. Just kind of getting my mind right. Um, you know, physically. Uh, yeah, it was a good thing. We're going to take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors. Scrambling with Donato is sponsored by our friends over at Future Champions Golf. Future Champions Golf is a leader in junior golf player development, no matter the player's skill level. The amount of opportunity and competition they give junior golfers in numerous states is nothing like I've ever seen. Not only is the competition top-notch, but they always have college coaches in attendance recruiting players. If you want to sign up your junior golfer to be a part of the organization, check them out on Instagram at Future Champions Golf or go to their website at futurechampionsgolf.com. Definitely. Just to kind of just get back out there. Like you said, you know, maybe you didn't have, you know, maybe the practice or the reps like you were saying underneath to kind of get back out there and perform. Cause I'm sure you have a level of, you know, a level of golf that you want to be playing at and, you know, might, might not have been that. So I'm glad it seems like you're able to kind of get back at it to, you know, to where you'd like to be now with, you know, winning that SCJ amateur kind of coming out on top there and kind of, I'm really excited to see what you guys do for this next season. Um, kind of talk about, you know, what, what are your, some of your goals going into this next season? Maybe not only yourself, but maybe other guys on the team. I'm sure I know you were talking about making it to nationals a little um, bit. But yeah. Whatever. I mean, as a team, yeah. Um, you know, making it to regionals, making it to nationals, um, just kind of doing our work. I think if we handle everything outside of the golf course, definitely. Um, you know, if I handle what I can't really control what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so as a team, our goal is obviously nationals and regionals and play well. Um, but I, I can't really control what they do and I know they're going to do their part. So I only can kind of control, uh, what I do. So that's kind of just what I focus on. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I, I just want to keep getting better. Um, I know yeah. I got a lot left in the tank. Um, I played good at SCGA. I know I got a lot more than that. Um, so it, it was nice to see I could win, but. I was kind of complaining a lot that week uh, to my coach. I kind of felt bad, but um, yeah, I know we got a lot. uh, We got a lot more in the tank. So just kind of keep doing what we're doing. Gotcha. Um, And the chips, the chips will fall where they do. Um, I don't really set goals for how many tournaments I want to win. Right. Um, Scoring average. I'm not, that doesn't really kind of what I do. Got Um, it. Got it. But yeah, I think if I just handle everything I do outside of the golf course and then my preparation, uh, on the golf course, uh, with my coach, um, we'll, we'll be right where we want to be. Definitely, man. You know, just, just go out there and play golf, man. I mean, I think that's, that's one thing a lot of people, you know, some people kind of get caught up in, you know, in the, in the data, in the analytics and just really wanting, you know, they get really centered around, you know, just the numbers part of golf. And really, I mean, sometimes you just got to go out there and play, man, just go out there and swing. Yeah. I think that's kind of why I don't really set goals for, I, I do set goals uh, physically, like mm-hmm. what I kind of want to achieve. Yeah. Uh, but I don't really set goals on the golf course. Gotcha. Uh, to a certain extent, I kind of set future goals. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just don't set goals because I don't want to be, you know, coming down to the end of the year and 
you know, saying I need to win two more events and I got, or two events in a year and I only got right. two events left. So it's like, yeah, you know, if I don't do that, what am I, and say I like, you know, I play well and I get second, but I didn't reach my goal. Like, no, mm-hmm. you play well, like, you yeah. know, you know, uh, look at the season as a whole and I'm pretty honest and maybe a little too honest on myself mm-hmm. uh, or too brutal on myself. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I just, that's the reason I don't really set goals. Definitely, man. You know, I hate everybody's different. And, and I'm really glad that, that you brought that up, though, because I mean, like I said, I think, you know, some people just get real caught up. And like you said, you know, if you let's say somebody had a goal of wanting to win a couple tournaments, and they're coming down the stretch of their season, and there's a couple tournaments left, I mean, they're almost going to put some pressure on them. And it's like, you don't need to do that. Yeah, I just, yeah. Um, kind of, you know, whenever you were going into, you know, Long Beach State, kind of what were your expectations going into a Division One program? You know, what was the biggest change you've seen from your junior, you know, your junior golf days to a Division One program? Um, I don't know if there was too much, too much change going uh-huh. from high school to, um, to college in terms of. Yeah, I, I don't think there was too much change just because of the people I have around me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jamie is very, uh, he he always tells me you you don't play junior golf anymore. Mm-hmm. Trying to be a professional, so act like one. Okay. Um, on yeah. and off the golf course. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's kind of how I was, how I grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, and, and see, I kind of, I started working with them junior year, I think, in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just kind of used to it in all yeah. honesty. Uh, I was used to, you know, being around Patrick, uh, and Luke mm-hmm. and Mally and just kind of seeing how they work. Um, yeah. so in all honesty, just, just going in there, it wasn't, um, th- there wasn't a big change. Uh, I was just kind of more excited, uh, to kind of have a season that is locked um that gotcha. is secured so I, I could look forward to playing events um and having a full schedule where I could travel a little bit more and um you know play against some of the best players so that was that was kind of what I was looking forward to well yeah definitely I mean like you said I mean that schedule that division one programs have and you know you're playing against some of the best teams you know and a lot of great players on those teams and you're traveling to different parts of you know different parts of the country I think that's one of the best things, if anybody can do, you know, if you have the opportunity to play division one golf, that schedule is just, it, it's amazing. I bet that's just amazing. Yeah. It's fun. To, I think the best part is just kind of traveling, playing different places. Um, yeah. Seeing, uh, seeing what you got in each state. Definitely, man. You know, do you have any advice for maybe some junior golfers that are, you know, that, you know, maybe there's some things they really need to focus on within their game or maybe they need, you know, maybe there's something they need to focus on, you know, maybe in the classroom or just in maybe even the, in the recruiting process. I mean, do you have any advice for kind of junior golfers out there? Um, yeah, I, I just think, you know, um, I just think dedication just gets you, gets you pretty far. I think mm-hmm. your work ethic, um, I, I think that's kind of, you know, you can cut a lot of corners, especially if you're athletic, mm-hmm. um, but they, they can come to bite you in the ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so I, I just think work ethic, honestly, I don't think there's a simple way to make it on tour, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I don't know if I can say anything that will make it easier. Um, of course. 
maybe harder because I think <laughs> work ethic is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just how I was raised uh, from yeah. my dad in sports. So, um, yeah, I just think, I think you can lie to yourself. Um, I, I think, you know, in all honesty, you know where your game's at and you know what you need to improve on. Of course. Um, sure, you can, you can have stats that are kind of like, wow, that part of my game is a little bit worse than the other part. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe you didn't think that, but I mean, I, that's like, I mean, you, you kind of know where your game's at. Um, of course. Yeah. So I, that's kind of where, I, that's kind of my take on it. Um, okay. One yeah. you don't lie to yourself, mm-hmm. especially if you have stuff that you really need to improve on. Um, and then just work ethic. I think if you work harder than anyone else, then the chips will fall where they fall. And definitely one plus of course, there's a lot of hard work and dedication that goes into not only playing college golf, but once you get to college golf, I mean, it, it's, it's a constant grind. I mean, you're, if you're not in the classroom grinding, you're, you're, you know, you're grinding at practice, you're going to qualifying, you're grinding it, you know, traveling to tournaments. And then once you get to tournaments, you got to grind it out. I mean, it, there's a huge, huge amount of work that needs to be put into, you know, just playing golf. And the, I'm glad that you brought up the dedication part because ultimately, you know, everybody wants to go pro at some point. And I mean, it's just going to take a lot of hard work and dedication to get to that point. Yeah. I mean, people have different, you know, goals in life. So maybe their goal isn't to play professional golf, but Mm -hmm. mine is. So, yeah. um, You know, I just think that's, that's kind of the only way I'm going to make it. Um, And I don't want to be 50 and looking back on my college days and junior days and saying I could have worked harder at it. So Uh yeah, kind of, kind of my mindset on it. Definitely. And obviously you want to play professional golf. I mean, kind of, I mean, obviously there's no one way to get into the PGA tour, but kind of, do you have maybe an idea of what you're going to shoot for when you graduate college or have you not, maybe not put a lot of thought into that yet? Yeah. I mean, I I can't, I still got two more years of college left. Of course. Um, Totally understand. Maybe three. So I I just, yeah, we're going to, we're going to keep doing our thing every day and Mm -hmm. see where we are and, you know, make a plan at the end of the, once I graduate. Definitely, man. Yeah, no, I, I'm really glad that you're, you know, you're whatever, you know, the, you know, obviously you have a couple of years left in college and you're just focusing on what's in front of you there. And I mean, just kind of do make everything, you know, go, go about everything in college golf the best way you possibly can, because I mean, like you said, you don't want to look back on your life and your college days and think, yeah, you know, I could have done this, but I could have done that better. Cause I mean, you just want to, you want to do everything you possibly can. And yeah. to the best of your ability. So, um, yeah, man, I, I wish you nothing but the best in your college career. I think that's going to be great to watch, you know, see how you progress and everything. Um, we're heading to the next section of the show. I like to just call the ham and egg section. We just ask them for fun questions, a little different, uh, kind of just to get to know you a little bit more. So we'll start with the first one. Um, kind of, obviously you, you know, you've played in a lot of tournaments, you've won tournaments, kind of what's the most nervous you've been on the golf course and, is there something that maybe whenever the nerves kind of get going that, you know, that you focus on to keep yourself calm during those moments? Um, most nervous I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, I think the first thing that comes to mind. Wow. <laughs> two kind of come to mind. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's hear them. I won the Nike Invitational ADJ event. Mm-hmm. I had like a three footer on the last hole. Yeah. Yeah. I was, my hands are shaking. <laughs> um, yeah. They were definitely shaking. Yeah. 
and I, that I, I, I haven't forgot that. <laughs> um, Definitely. Kind of shocked when I just remembered that. Um, and then the other one, my USN, or, uh, U.S. football played at Wingfoot. Me uh-huh. and Sean Mariama played. Uh, okay. I was, what, we were probably 15 years old, maybe? Mm-hmm. 15, 16. Mm-hmm. Um, first tee shot, I had like, I haven't really played in front of a crowd before. So, mm-hmm. you know, I had 60, 70 people and I thought that was huge at the time. So yeah, yeah you know, on the first tee and seeing all those people, I was like, holy crap. Don't <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, those are, those are the two that kind of come to my mind. Um, yeah. I was, I was nervous last week or two weeks ago, however long it was at SCJM, but that was, that was just cause my family was, um, my family could only come on the weekend uh-huh. uh and it was a four-day event with a cut so yeah <laughs> I just not that I didn't think I was going to play well and had a good chance to win but I was a little nervous <laughs> everyone kept saying you know we'll see you in the final group uh because I, I know some members there too so yeah uh, I was pretty nervous on the first two days uh actually kind of just the first day uh, just getting going. Yeah, of uh, course. just because I, I I wanted to. I knew the first couple of days were just kind of want to put myself in a good position to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I was I was pretty nervous the first two days, but kind of yeah. relaxed the the last few days. Definitely, and kind of you know, is there something that you know, as you know, those experiences you were talking about before, you know, you were real young whenever those happened. Was there kind of something that maybe nowadays you do? to kind of maybe not be so nervous maybe like you I mean obviously I, mean, have- I, I don't think you can like I don't know if you can get rid of nerves yeah uh, no definitely yeah I, I just think you kind of live with it and all mm-hmm. um yeah I kind of I I enjoy it um I enjoy you know being in the hut and having to kind of birdie the last couple oh yeah you know, to win so just kind of those nerves that feeling in your stomach uh mm-hmm. I mean yeah I I I was talking with uh, one of my, like my mentor the other day, and I was like, "There's no better feeling than that, knowing you have to do something and yep. and and doing it. And even if you don't like, I don't know, there's something different about it. Uh, mm-hmm. There's some level of focus, a different level of focus that you can get into. Um, so that's just I I, I I just love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I no, I, I completely Again. agree with you. I mean, yeah. there's there's no better feeling it's very comparable to what, what the atmosphere is like in tournament golf, because, you know, yeah, you go play around with your buddies, you go qualifying, but that, that feeling when you're in tournament play and those nerves that you're talking about, it's, 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 it's a really great feeling actually, whenever you kind of, not only whenever you have those feelings. And like you said, when you're coming down the stretch and you make a couple birdies and when you do make those couple birdies, it's like, you just feel so accomplished once you're, once after you're done with that. I think it's a great. Yeah. I mean, golf is not very it's it's pretty quiet sport in terms uh-huh. of sports right but like I'm a pretty big basketball fan mm-hmm. um so like I I you know I I don't I watch a lot of basketball um yeah and it, you know when like in the NBA finals you see you know I mean today we were, I was watching like actually like right now the NBA final game six is going on mm-hmm. um but just hearing like the fans cheer when like Milwaukee was up like there's a different level of yeah electricity that like kind of goes on uh-huh. um, so just like I, I don't know there's something something I feel like that's golf's version of that if uh, if that makes sense 
Definitely, man. No, I totally agree, man. Totally agree. Next one, next question I have for you. I mean, with the newly kind of, you know, that college athletes can be paid and everything kind of, what are your thoughts on college golfers being able to market themselves and potentially make money? I mean, are you thinking about, you know, maybe kind of changing anything about what you do, or are you just kind of going to stick to your plan and see how it goes? Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It doesn't really affect me. Yeah. Um, I, I just play cause I love the game. So of course, of course, man. Um, it would be nice sure to make money on the side, but, um, do I think it's a good thing? Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's a bad thing, but the, the first thing that comes to mind is people taking advantage of athletes mm-hmm. um, now that they can get paid. Of course. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I, it's very new. I, mm-hmm. I don't know enough about it. Um, yeah, I'll just uh, control what I can control and yeah. do what comes. <laughs> yeah, just stick to what you know, man. And like you said, I mean, it could be controlling for some athletes. And I mean, who knows, you know, maybe nowadays, you know, maybe universities are going to start paying their, you know, their athletes come play at universities and it's like, well, you know, are you just kind of, are you just kind of being bought now? I mean, yeah. Are you allowed to do that now? Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. I mean, it's, Hmm. I mean, the whole thing is so new now, so it's going to be super interesting to see what, you know, what comes of that. I I see all those Barstool sports athletes. Oh yeah. My Instagram. And I know, I don't know what what does that mean? (laughs) Everybody's a Barstool athlete nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think um, uh, one of my teammates, Tyler Schaefer, I think just became a Barstool athlete. There so. you go. Hey, I, I, right. I don't know what that means, but good, good for them. Yeah, good for him, man. Definitely. Um, you know, I, I know we talked about kind of your most nervous moment while being on the golf course, and of course, I'm you know you've played a ton of golf in your life, but kind of what's the most memorable moment you have while being on the golf course? Ooh, most memorable. Um, most memorable probably just growing up honestly yeah. um, i remember you know playing junior tour mm-hmm. at SCPGA. Mm-hmm. um i saw a couple of pictures the other day dressed like tiger um, yeah i think probably that's the most memorable uh, uh-huh. my parents came to everything so um it's probably the most memorable definitely man definitely and we're you know, we're heading to the last question here, kind of a little bit more serious here. You know, who who's inspired you to be the person slash golfer you are today? Um, inspired me. I mean, um, probably my parents. Yeah. Um, yeah, my, my mom, um, my one of my probably my best friend, uh, his name's Kevin Baker uh, mm-hmm. and it taught me a lot. Um, Jamie, um, in terms of like athletes I look up to that I kind of want to be like, would be like yeah. Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, of course. Uh, um, but yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. You know, and, uh, yeah, oh, I can't throw out Tiger either. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, like you were saying, you dressed up like Tiger whenever you were younger yeah. and it's, I mean, everybody, you know, there's, there's some part in their golf journey where Tiger inspired them to be the, you know, kind of be, you know, whether it be a golfer or some, some kind of player, you know, in golf. And I think, um, you know, that's great that, you know, you have your parents that went to all your tournaments and they were, then were there to support you no matter what. And it sounds like the team around you and your swing coach and everything, you know, I think, you know, you're going to be doing some great things. And, uh, you know, like I said, I wish you nothing but the best man and your future endeavors here. I'll be watching you and, 
And um, yeah, man, that'll wrap up this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan awesome. Otto featuring Clay Sieber. Clay, thank you so much, man, for coming on. <laughs> it was, thank you for having me on. Definitely, man. And uh, like I said, you know, we'll be watching your results, man. We'll be posting up on Instagram whenever, you know, we see you out there and, uh, you know, play well, man. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks again. All righty. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.